everyone, and welcome to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli, and I'm a certified transformational coach. I work with women to empower them with the tools to increase their time, energy, and money flow. Well, today on the show, I have a really awesome guest. Her name is Stephanie Cato, and she's been a certified colon hydrotherapist since 1996 and a lymphologist since 1997. Stephanie's style of healing offers clients an opportunity to view their physical dysfunction from their unique perspectives, from their mental body, their emotional body, and their spiritual body, and how it interacts with their physical body. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hi, Rhonda. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my gosh. That's a mouthful just to, to, just to get your <laughs> intro out. <laughs> yes. Um, so cool. thank you for, for laughing with me and not at me because um, on any other show, I probably would have um, kind of killed that one. But again, I wanted to say thanks for coming on to the show. Uh, you and I have chatted uh, back and forth a few times. And I know from the little bit that I have spoke with you, you have a pretty amazing uh, business. And you do some really wonderful things uh, for people um, and helping them really get their lives back on track in a very unique way. So what I'd love to do is just kind of turn this, uh, the next few minutes over to you, and I'd love for you to kind of share a little bit more about you and your business and you know, what you actually do. Okay, great. Um, so yes, I do offer colon hydrotherapy, uh, bioelectric lymphatic drainage massage, as well as craniosacral massage. Um, I did create a style of healing called metaphysical colon hydrotherapy, and it's really a way for people to look at their physical dysfunction from the different perspectives, like you said, of mental, emotional, spiritual, as well as physical. How we do that is, let's say somebody comes in with some constipation, then if the client is uh, willing to, um, we we start to talk to their body. You know, I really trust in the wisdom of the body that it loves us and it wants us to heal by creating dysfunction to really have us focus inward and look at what are our belief systems that may be creating different emotions that might to start manifest as physical dysfunction. So I come in through the body, but then we start to expand in other areas of their being. I love that, the wisdom of the body. And I know for a fact, because I've been there, done that, um, emotions um, can really wear on the body. And it's, I think that's where that expression, stress can kill you. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, some, you know, one of the reasons why I offer this type of work is to really encourage people because, uh, and to really help them make the connection between what they're feeling Whatever it is that we're feeling, there was a thought that preceded it. And so if there's something we want to change within our physical body, it's usually um, emotions that have, you know, kind of contracted within us. We are not just a physical body. We're an energetic body as well. So whatever we believe to be true, it affects how our energetic body um, functions and flows. And it can actually contract it to the point that it starts to contract the physical body and impact the physical flow of the body. Since the body is always flowing and moving, we have our blood moving, we have our uh, cerebral spinal fluid moving, our lymphatic uh, system moving, 
But when we have certain reactions to things in life and we kind of close in on ourselves out of fear, um, that can start to manifest on a physical level. So I really want to encourage people that they can heal this by changing what they're thinking. Oh, I love it. That's a lot what I do, too. Well, let me ask you, Stephanie, what do you enjoy most about what you do? Oh, just the fact that people trust me and talk to me about things that they can't really talk to about with other people, that I can create a safe space for people to come and just be who they are. You know, it's, it's a very uh, beautiful thing to be able to experience that. And, I mean, I'm just I'm so honored. I feel so grateful to do this every single day of my life. It's just such a joy. Well, it does say a lot when somebody can come and talk to you in that safe space because how many people have you met, I'm sure it's been a lot, that uh, don't have that safe space and they're always Mm -hmm. what I like to call pretending to be something that they're not quite often, which is creating that dysfunction in the body. Absolutely. You know, and I really appreciate you saying that because that is um, really my work. It's about helping people to remember the truth of who they are. So much of the time, who they think they are is not who they are. It's what's been placed upon them. It's what's been told to them. It's what they've, you know, come to believe since childhood, really. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing when somebody comes in to clean their colon because it's very deep, sacred work, the way that I offer it. We start to open up the body, but, but, you know, the physical body is not what opens only the emotional body, the mental body, everything starts to open up. And when I can start to talk to people about that and really start to uncover what's sitting underneath, right, with their beliefs and all that, it's really remarkable when people start to open their eyes to who they really are and embrace that. Absolutely. Well, now you've had these um, certifications and in business for uh, quite a while now, it looks like. Yes. How long have you been in business? Um, so I opened my business March of 2015, but I've been a uh, health practitioner for about 21 years, I guess. Okay, 21 years. Wow, that's a long time. I'm curious, <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure other people listening might be curious, was there a specific event or point in time that really helped you make the decision to follow this particular path? You know, yes. I mean, actually, I see it as divine intervention. Uh, I was a I was in business administration for probably about twelve years, and after I did a little bit of mortgage lending. Um, but back in the day when I was doing the administrative work, I wasn't really very happy, and I was pretty stressed. So I went to this place. I called it up, and I said, you know, I'd love to get a massage. And they said, oh, we don't do massage. We do colon hydrotherapy. I said, really? What's that? And they told me. I said, all right, I'll go do that. So I went in and cleaned my colon, and it was amazing to me. And it, it just um, it opened up something in me, and I realized, wow, this is really amazing. I'm not quite sure what this is. I'm not quite sure what it's doing, but <laughs> I connected to it. And they said to me, you know, we think you'd make a really great therapist. We want to train you. And at the time, I was pretty unhappy at my job. So I do feel that, it, you know, life handed this to me, and it changed everything in life. Oh, I love those stories, you know? <laughs> just kind of walk into a place, and it just feels right, and next thing you know, that's what you're doing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Well, so, Stephanie, 
you know, part of the show, as you know, is um, a balanced life where you design the life of your dream. So it sounds like the divine intervention, you weren't happy. And I think this is key for a lot of people to hear. Um, you weren't happy. You were stressed out. And um, the way I've always seen it with my clients is I believe there's a part of us that's subconsciously seeking something else. Mm-hmm. We're looking for that happiness. We're looking for a way out. And for you, you were able to walk into this facility um, have this um, procedure done, and it really was a great fit for you. Right. I don't know if it's a pun or not. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a little loopy. Oh, I get a lot of traveling. <laughs> but the yes, other yes, part of the show is, you know, we're talking about um, moms, right? We, we, I talk to moms. And um, so are you a mom? I am a mom. I have a 17-year-old son and a 13-year-old daughter. And they are the love of my life. <laughs> I love it. That's what my, my kids have, one and one. They go, yeah, I think we're going to stop here. <laughs> I wasn't smart enough. I had to get two and two before I figured out when to stop. <laughs> Some of us just have to go a little step further. What can I tell you? Um, but in regards, in regards to being a mom... Um, now that we know that you have a few children under the age of 18, um, tell us a little bit about you and how, what you do to relax and take time off when you're not working in your business. You know, what do you do for me time? Wow. Um, you know, I really am going on a little hikes with my daughter. We live around the corner from this, um, it, there's like stairs and stuff. So I like to do that or, you know, go for bike rides. Um, I enjoy spending time with my son, too. But, you know, he's 17 and a half, so he's not really too keen on spending time with me anymore. Um, but we did go to Joshua Tree uh, a few weeks ago, which was really joyful. Um, my son's all backpacking or this type of thing. Um, right, hang on. I'm going to have you repeat that because uh, one of our cell phones decided to cut out. So you went to okay. Joshua Tree, and then what happened? Uh, yeah, we went to Joshua Tree, and, and that was really joyful. So uh, that's why I was able to spend some time with him. Um, and, you know, he's a Boy Scout, so we events and whatnot together, which I'm really grateful for. Um, we do like to go see movies, and we like to, gosh, uh, you know, I was just talking to my daughter about it. I'd like to start maybe going to some museums. We just found out that there's a museum of ice cream in downtown L.A. of all Wait places. Wait a minute, a so, museum of what? Ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. That's what I yeah. thought you said. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, one of my friends Instagram that she took her kids there, so, you know, I'm going to take my daughter to go do that. Um, you know, and we're, we're taking a vacation in New York to go visit my sister. So I try to, I try to do things that are joyful and relaxing. Um, for myself personally, I love to go get a massage or go sit on the beach and just sleep. <laughs> you were saying Very you don't joyful. get much of that lately. <laughs> I don't get much of that, no. So, yeah, I do like sleeping. Um, and, you know, I love reading, actually. Sometimes, um, like Outlander is one of my favorite books that I like reading, or, you know, more of the spiritual type of books. Um, and then comedy. I love watching comedy shows, too. So those are the th- types of things I like to do to relax. Well, you know, they say laughter is the best medicine, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think um, what I, that just makes me think of um, all these challenges I've had throughout my life. Um, some of the funniest things that have come out of it 
are the ability, you know, I'll talk to people and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, it sounds awful. And then I'll somehow turn it around and they're laughing. Not at me, but <laughs> I somehow figured out how to turn lemons into lemonade for pretty much everything. Yes. Um, and it makes life a lot easier. It makes a lot it does. more fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, it is funny. I mean, there's so much of life that's funny. <laughs> well, if you so, don't laugh at it, I mean, have to, um, let's face it, you're either going to laugh at it or cry at it. And I don't that's know about right. you, but laughter is a lot more fun. And, frankly, it burns a lot more calories, too, which is probably why I'm so thin. I don't know. <laughs> Yes, I'm sure that's it. And I did learn from one of my healers that uh, we actually release a lot more laughing than we do crying. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree yeah. with that. Because, you know, if you think about it, when you cry, um, you're in a state, uh, you're, you're in a very negative um, energetic state, right? And mm-hmm. um, that's a very low vibrational frequency. But, you know, it's close up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say we tend to close up a little bit. I think that's why. Yes, we can. Um, at the same time, it's, you know, one of the reasons why probably the most important part of my work is teaching people to connect with their inner child and really help their, their little one um, connect to and release the grief. Because in that way, then we can start to shift our vibration and raise our frequency. Mm. Uh, it's when we hold on to it that we stay in that kind of static state energetically. Absolutely. Great work that you do. <laughs> Thank well, you. You know, you know, I think it's really important for listeners to hear, um, because, again, most of our listeners are women, and they're either um, working moms, uh, entrepreneurs, want to be entrepreneurs. Most of my uh, listeners have children, and they challenge their challenged with um, time for myself or my business or my family. And I love when I interview women who um, share different types of ways that they have family time. And you had mentioned, you know, camping and biking and museums. So let me ask you this. Um, how, how frequently do you get to spend that quality time with the kids? Would you say it's you, you try to do something daily or you make it a point to do something definitively every week? Or, you know, for you and your family, what does that look like? Yeah, it's a little bit tough. I mean, I have to be honest, especially because I'm creating this webinar and I've been working on it pretty solidly for the last few months. So eh, I, I've definitely felt mm, kind of bad about that. But I do, you know, speak to my daughter because she's usually home. My son's gone a lot. Um, and I'll say, hey, you know, when we're having dinner, let's kind of talk and catch up with each other and see what's going on. Um, but I do try at least weekly to do something. So Last week, um, we went on a family camping trip uh, with the Boy Scouts, and then this week, my daughter and I are going to a birthday party where we're going to dress up in 80s clothes. I do try to do something at least on Saturdays because that's my day off um, to connect mm-hmm. with her. And, of course, you know, if my son has time to, to be with me, that would be great. Um, but, yeah, that I do feel for us working moms, whether we're working in or outside of the home. It can be very challenging. Absolutely. Well, you know, the one thing I have found um, just from raising my kids is just taking, even if it's just five minutes at a time at the different ages and places that they're at in life, um, to truly just be there and acknowledge them. Pay attention, Mm -hmm. you know, no computers, no cell phones, you know. Um, I know a lot of women um, really are able to connect, especially with their daughters, in the kitchen, you know, when they reach their Mm -hmm, age where mm -hmm. they can kind of help out. 
that's a right. wonderful uh, place and time to connect with them. And then, as you said, the boys, uh, especially when the moms, it might be a little bit difficult, but some boys like to cook um, and try to get them out there. So I think that's great that the listeners can hear that. Well, moving ahead, one of the things that I always am curious about is, um, you've mentioned this before, we're kind of always in the place of growing and changing. And most of us have experienced some type of challenge or difficulty in our life that could affect our, um, our businesses or our health. And it's, you know, if you're open to sharing anything that you've um, been challenged to, I think our listeners would love to hear it. Um, with myself personally, oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I like, oh yeah. Um, well, I'm currently going through a divorce right now, and so you know that's been challenging, but also amazingly beautiful because I have healed my inner child. I'm very uh, aware of when she is needing me. Like, uh, as you you can imagine, in any kind of breakup, there can be a lot of fear and resentment and anger. Um, and, you know, it's no different for me. I'm human. But I do recognize that um, when, when I start to react in a way that doesn't make me feel very good, uh, that it's my little one that's really needing me. So I connect with my inner child and I ask her, you know, what are you feeling right now? What's going on with you? Um, and I can help her to calm her fear and to just give her love and to let her know that no matter what happens, I'm going to be there. Very similarly to how I work with my own children, um, because she's very much alive within me. And when I do that, then I can calm. I'm able to have a lot of self-compassion for the little one and for me. And then consequently, I can have a lot of, self, uh, a lot of compassion for my ex-husband, regardless of you know, the behavior or whatever is showing up. In this way, I don't take it personally. Um, and then I can stay in a lot of peace and serenity. Oh, I, that that's just beautiful. And what I love most is that you're taking um, things, that, the skills and the tools that you have already learned, you have implemented. You've this is how you teach other people, and bring this back into present time, present moment, and mm-hmm. able to move forward. I think mm-hmm. that's really important for you know a lot of people to realize is that. We actually do already have a lot of skills and a lot of knowledge. And yeah. if we would just take a moment to pause and to breathe and to put ourselves kind of in the other person's shoes sometimes, it will allow you to let go and move on. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm, what I'm hearing from you as well. Yes, absolutely. Right. Well, and it, I it, just, I just, mm-hmm. go ahead. No. You know, it, I just feel that it's, it's very important for us to acknowledge that when people are behaving in a way that can appear hurtful and personal to us, it's really just because they're suffering. And when we can keep that in the forefront of our mind and recognize our own suffering and really work to heal that, that's where we can start to show up in loving ways for other people. I I just Mm -hmm. find that that's really the key to happiness. Beautifully stated. Thank you. Well, as we move forward, Stephanie, um, let me ask you this. Do you have any tips for the women listening, the, the mompreneurs, the working women, on how to you know, do that balance with the business, the self-care, and the children? Well, yeah. I mean, you know how when you go on an airplane, they always tell you to put the oxygen mask on yourself first, right? So yeah. to, to keep that as just a, 
kind of a visual in our minds because it's true. If, if there's no us, there's no anything. Uh, usually the women, the mothers, the wives, we are the central focus. Everything's kind of spinning around us, right? Um, mm-hmm. And everybody is coming to us. So we've got to be very grounded. We need to take that time to take care of ourselves and, um, you know, let our families know that, okay, this is going to be mommy's time. <laughs> and, you know, I was told by a very wise woman that when I get home, from work to just let my kids know, okay, I'm going to take about 10 minutes for myself and just come back into me and change those hats and, and really just check in to see what is it that I'm needing at that time. Um, if I need a little bit of a nap or if do I need to take a little walk or maybe a bath, something to just kind of get myself grounded and come back into myself. Um, and then whatever joy that you can participate in on a daily basis, whatever joy that, you know, life brings you, whether that's reading or, you know, watching a little sitcom or something. I think that's very, very important to balance it out. Otherwise, we end up giving in the red instead of the black. So we have to fill our our gas tanks first. I love it. Um, Love the oxygen mask on first, especially since I've been on so many planes lately. And every time they <laughs> like me, I just look at right, I just look at them and go, mm-hmm. so put mine on first. Well, that would be probably a good thing to do. <laughs> right. My daughter seems to be like the little mommy lately, and I can just picture her going, Mom, no, it goes on like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like we have similar daughters. Mine's like that, too. <laughs> That's well, so sweet. She, she, yeah, she is a little adult now, and I told you, we're in the airport, and she's like, no, Mom, we just came from that city. We have to go over there now. I'm like, oh, right. <laughs> so confused today. <laughs> oh, good grief. That's hey, terrible. laughter, it's good. So looking ahead in the future, this is the way I see it. We are always um, in this process of growing and changing because there's no such thing as stagnation right, in, in the right. world of energy. So nothing. Mm-hmm. So we're either growing or dying. Um, and I believe that we are to, to really be our best, to be the best self, the best wife, the best mother, the best businesswoman, um, to always be there. We, we always have to um, work on changing and improving, either personally or um, on some level of our skill set, right? Yes. And in doing so, we're able to have an even more successful sense of um, – well, like I, I, again, because I work a lot on this balance concept, and I don't believe balance is perfectly level. What I always refer to is that sense of joy and happiness, right? Where you're feeling happy yeah. and satisfied, and everything is flowing beautifully. Right? There's, mm-hmm. there's just happiness in places. To me, that's a nice balance in life. Um, so, for you, looking ahead, this is where um, I love my transparency with my guests. What is one skill or one thing? that you would like to change or improve that you feel would benefit you in having that more balanced life? Oh, gosh. Um, Honestly, I would like to bring in more exercise and more physical movement to help me feel more balanced. My job, because I do a lot of body work in my sessions, is fairly physical, but it's not cardiovascular. So that is one thing that um, once I have completed this webinar, that's at the top of my list is to be able to get back to, because I, I tend to feel a lot better when uh, my body is moving and flowing in that way. Mm. I couldn't agree more. You want to hear a funny story? 
Sure. <laughs> Talk about getting out and moving. Because um, as I shared with you, I've been working a lot of my own projects with uh, books and programs and stuff. And I don't know if you ever – do you ever find you kind of get stuck, you know, in that flow process of what you want to say or what you want to add to your content? Have you ever felt that way? Or am I just the yeah. only weird one? <laughs> Um, well, I, I approach it a little bit differently, to be honest with you. I uh, actually channel a lot of the information that I write, um, mm-hmm. so I haven't really experienced that too much. I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> but, but well, I, you're, you are so lucky. <laughs> I really am. Yes, I, I don't take that for granted. Well, what I have found is for anybody else out there who might get stuck or feel like they just need to add a little bit more physical exercise, um, I'm always very grateful that we have um, a large piece of property that we've always lived on. And one of the best ways for me to get my thoughts moving or I process things are to get out and move. And I have found I can accomplish, like, kill two birds with one stone, if you will, for the same. And I'll go yeah. out and um, mow the grass. Now, oh. mind you, we have, like, you know, three acres to cut. So I have <laughs> oh, a choice. <laughs> now, this is... Uh, maybe somebody can actually appreciate this thought. So there's a couple of things I can do. Um, I can look out and say, ooh, the grass needs to be cut. I should probably go out there and cut it. And I can either go jump on the ride-on mower, which has a 54-cut blade, right? Or uh-huh. I can use the 21-inch blade, right? Now, which one uh-huh. makes more sense? Well, it depends on time, I guess. But, I mean, I would think you would, to physically move, right, it would be the one that does a 21-inch, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you know, and the funny thing is, um, when I when I do this one, it, this funny thing happens. I'm getting the grass cut. I'm like, wow, this looks really good. I'm processing stuff in my brain, and I get done. I go, man, that was a great job. And guess what? I have the next five pages of my book written in my head. Yes, yes, actually, and and there is a. I think it was Thich Not Hot that was saying to uh, for kids when they're either going to start doing some homework or they get stuck to actually start to walk. So, hmm. yes, I, I really, um, I love that you experience that and you, you go and do that. And then you, you know, live with that much acreage. It's amazing. Good for you. <laughs> oh, that's only part of it. But that's what I have to cut, you know. <laughs> but that's a way to get the physical exercise in there too. You know, some of us, uh, yeah, yeah. a little creative, mm-hmm. but what can I tell you? Well, you know, I really appreciate our time together, Stephanie, and I know that there are many women out there, people out there who have really connected to you and your story and what you're doing and um, how you work with people. So, um, well, before I get that, do you have any favorite quotes? That's what I wanted to ask you. Oh, well, it it would be one of mine. (laughs) Okay. Uh Here. Um, To truly heal, we must feel. And why that's a favorite quote of mine is because, honestly, when it comes to the emotional body, many of us are carrying a lot of emotional pain. And, you know, we're hardwired for pleasure. It's very human to not want to feel pain, especially when we've survived it once already. Uh, What happens, though, is very similarly to how we feel if we're not moving our bowels, right, and we have a lot of waste that's sitting in us. If we're holding on to the emotional pain, it just affects every aspect of us, and we can't really start to heal until we allow that to come up and out. Oh, I love that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there because you and I spoke about it earlier. You, you mentioned a quote. It's, one, it's your own, 
And do you have this in any kind of resources by any chance? Um, yes. So, you know, I have quite a bit of content on my website, iasukalonics.com. And like I said, I am preparing a webinar that will – it's a free webinar airing on September 23rd. If uh, any of your listeners would be interested in joining me, um, they can sign up right on that website at the top. There's a, a link to sign up. Fantastic. And now I'm going to make sure that I put your website um, on my website with your interview. So for Thank any you. of you listening who you know checked into the website with the links, uh, Stephanie's information will be there. September 23rd, the day before my birthday. Wow, maybe I should tune in. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, please. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Yay. And just can you give them an idea, um, a little sneak peek about maybe an outline or the content or what you will be covering in this webinar? Yes, absolutely. Um, it's, it, the name of the webinar is the same as my book because it's based on the book, Embracing Love by Letting Go, A Metaphysical Cleanse. So, you know, a lot of people have done physical cleanses or at least they've heard of them um, where they stop eating foods that can be inflammatory and congesting for the body. And this is similar. We're not getting rid of certain emotions, but we're taking a look at to see how our belief systems create those emotions that can um, really add to inflammation and congestion in our body. Um, I will be talking about uh, the wisdom of the body and how we can really, you know, develop a relationship with our body to understand how it's loving us by showing up with different dysfunction. And also um, I will be touching on really, you know, the importance of healing the inner child. Fantastic. All right, so all I need to do is um, follow the link that we'll be posting, and they can sign up for the webinar on your website? Yes, absolutely. Fantastic. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you again for being a guest. Do you have any final words that you want to share with the listeners? I'm so grateful to you for everything that you're doing, Rhonda, for, you know, getting this information out to people and uh, just for everything that you're doing in the world, thank you so much, and thank you for making some space for me today. Oh, you're most grateful. I'm so grateful for you too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're all listening, we, we both want to say thanks because I know you have a choice with what podcasts you listen to and how you spend your time. So I just want to say thank you to all of my listeners. And as always, if you found value in this content, please give it a five-star rating, no matter what platform you're listening to, because it really does make a difference. Join me on my Facebook group, Million Dollar Mompreneurs. We're a community of like-minded businesswomen creating financial success from home. And I will talk to you next week. 